0: Jesus you are so holy your wisdom is infinite in all directions as living waters the fullness of the Father Son and Holy Spirit is in the living waters it's true the only way you ever experience God is by drinking the living waters drinking the glory people that are caught up in their head in an intellectual form of Christianity they might be saved the issue is salvation is a drink. Salvation is having your cup turn into living waters and your cup overflowing. It's not about, like, what do I know? It's about, like, how much I glow. Ha 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 It's true. But you can't sell glowing, because that requires faith, and faith is a substance of drinking. And so people have a hard time with anything of real kingdom Christianity, because it's in the living waters, and the living waters can't be bought or sold. As soon as you try to sell the living waters, it just slips through your hands like it disappeared. The dove just takes wings and flies away. The living waters are alive, so they're called living waters. So anytime you try to buy and sell them, they move away from you. So that's why just greed and mammon and and pride can never know God. You can never know God by being in control of your life. You know God by losing control of your mammon and your pride. These are the two principalities we're wrestling today worldwide. Pride, Leviathan, and Mammon. These are some nasty, nasty things that we deal with in the world. It's it's such an intensity today of the humility of the lamb and the springs of the lamb dealing with the pride of the red dragon and the pride of Leviathan. And Leviathan works by pride in the mind so that when the power of god and the word of god is spoken people hear something differently than was actually spoken like you'll minister like virgin purity and some someone will hear sex and it's like someone will hear like lesbianism someone will hear bestiality like what are you how do you even hear something so grotesque how do you hear one thing when it's coming from the throne of god like seven thunders it's leviathan Leviathan's the word twister. It's the pride that works in man's mind so that they're always seeing but never perceiving, ever hearing but never understanding. Otherwise, they'd come into the knowledge of the spirit of truth. It's exactly what it is. So we're wrestling Leviathan. We're wrestling mammon today, and it's nasty. I mean, I've had visions today of my face against the face of that demon, of that powerful demon, and wrestling it. And the only way you take it out is with the humility of the Lamb. You can't take out principalities with anything except God's power and God's power only flows in the river of life through the heavens and the earth. Nothing's ever changed in the third heaven except one third of the angels fell because they got puffed up in pride. Nothing that, heaven's never had a bad day. Okay, Heaven doesn't need any help. The kingdom of heaven doesn't need any help. The third heaven has always been perfect. The Father's on the throne. The Lamb's on the throne. All the angels are around the throne. Heaven is always perfect. Heaven doesn't need any help. The second heavens need help. And the earth needs help. And under the earth needs help. It's called this universe. This fallen world is where we bring the third heaven out of intimacy in our heart, the garden of our heart. We work out of the third heaven as priests, out of the water of the Garden of Eden and we water the heavens and we water the earth and we water all nations, tribes and tongues giving them drinks out of our intimacy with the Father, Son and Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is called the river of life. Amen. So, it's as simple as drinking. You think it would be easy to pull up pictures on my iPad Thank you, Jesus. Holy Ghost. There we go. Photos. Just want to read a few scriptures to you today. (laughs) The Fountain of the Lamb. Song of Songs 114. He is like a bouquet of henna blossoms. Wow, you feel the fire just now? Liquid fire. Release the seraphim upon these listeners and viewers. Be baptized in fresh fire through all your hearts, all your heads. Holy Spirit. Henna plucked near the vines of the fountain of the Lamb. I will hold him and never let him part. Song of Songs 114. The vines of the fountain of the Lamb. There's a fountain of the Lamb in the Garden of Eden. Song of Songs, 114 Passion Translation. This is where the living waters come from. This is where the springs of the waters of life source from. This is the source of our power to transform this universe. This is how we heal the nations. We heal the nations with intoxications. We heal the nations with living waters. But we ourselves have to be healed first. It's true. You can't minister to anyone what you don't have yourself. It's just faking it, faking it. People see right through it. It's plastic. It's shallow. People try so hard in their heads all the time, I see their veins bulging out of their necks. And the next day, it's all, you know, look at what I did. Look what I heard. That's the main thing you hear hear out of people when you're pioneering stuff every day for 10 years is, oh, I had that back in 1976. You didn't have anything back in 1976. I mean, people say, well, I had that in Toronto. You might have tasted it in Toronto, but this is this is a completely different thing. We're doing stuff now that's never been done before. And you, what happens when you're pioneering is people's pride manifests as if you've ever known about any of this stuff before. This is a brand new thing. You know nothing about it. And you just gotta humble yourself. Humility is the key to resurrection power. If you want to reverse your aging and overcome death, you need severe humbling. Death is pride. That is the main reaction to every word I release in ministry every day. I already knew that. You didn't know that. What are you talking about? You don't know anything. You're practically 100% trapped in the natural realm, and I'm not attacking you. I'm attacking the pride. The drinking of the living waters attacks pride. The reason why people are cut off is because they think they know something before they drink something. The more you drink, the more you realize you don't know anything. Knowing is a river. It's called the spirit of knowledge. The seven spirits of God are the river of life. Before the throne, it's written in Revelation chapter 4. There's seven blazing torches before the Lamb of God on the throne. Now, the, the river is the seven spirits of God, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord and the spirit of the Lord. There's no chance you knew any of this because the river's always flowing and it's constantly new. What, what you think you know is the old thing that maybe you tasted 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, but you don't know what's being released today. I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. No one knows. Because it's always flowing in newness of life. That's our constant humility. you got to get this. This is the key to overcoming every demon lying to you and stealing your inheritance. Humility. Humility is the root of all the fruits of the glory of God. Without humility, you'll never know the glory. You'll never be consistent in the glory. You get puffed up in pride. Satan is an angel of pride. The red dragon is the stronghold of pride over the nations, and it works through mammon. I knew that. And then you have the trust in the natural realm, idolatry, it's mammon. Mammon, Leviathan, and the red dragon, the whole pride realm of I know something in my brain, And then I have control of it in the natural realm, which is idolatry. It's idolatry. It's actually what holds the wealth from the righteous. So going after this realm is going after the wealth transfer. You have to melt down Leviathan. You have to melt down Cain. You have to melt down the principalities in everyone's brains. Not optional. You'll never see the rivers flow when there's blockages in the souls. And it's not hard stuff. It's fun. It's waterworks. It's releasing the white sea. The third heaven is mixing with the second heaven, and the heavens are reigning the glory of God. Psalm says the heavens reign the glory of God. The heavens are not going to reign witchcraft. The heavens are not going to reign the prince of the power of the air. The heavens are not going to reign Cain and Leviathan and the red dragon and unrighteous mammon and the principality of mammon will melt by the heavens reigning the humility of the Lamb. The springs of the Lamb will melt down everyone's pride. How do you get the impartation of the perfect humility of Jesus Christ? By drinking. By drinking. I'll be drinking every day. People will know it's in the Bible. People will read it in the Bible. They'll hear me talk about it, but they themselves don't drink. We've been going after this by the millions. By the millions. Every year we've reached millions of people through the internet. And it's, every person gets touched, every person reacts to the glory, usually negatively, because of self-righteousness and pride in their brain. But nevertheless, we've been going after this to see who can drink, who can humble themselves, come to the fountain of the Lamb, and drink like little innocent children, like tea time, plain make-believe. Who can get their innocence restored and have the Spirit be more real than the flesh? Because when you're virgin-like children of the Most High God living in the Spirit of God? The Spirit is more real than the natural, and the natural has no power over you whatsoever. But if you are defiled, and if you are a doubter, and you're an unbeliever, then the natural realm has power over you, the principalities own your souls, and the principalities are being dealt with by the children of God. (laughs) By the man-child, and by the woman-child. It's true. There's a man-child, there's a woman-child. It's called the Bride of Christ. The Bride of Christ is a woman-child. A woman who has perfect childlike innocence, but is fully mature in wisdom, but is a little child. That's the Bride of Christ. That's the second Eve. Clearly written in the Bible. Only the woman's talked about in Revelation because it's all about the bride. It's all about Eve. Because man's inside woman. You've been born of woman, now you must be born of spirit. Amen? That's what the Bible says. You've been born a woman, He's the greatest that's ever been born of woman, the Bible says, John the Baptist. The greatest that's ever been born of woman, but whoever is in the kingdom is greater than him. The least in the kingdom is greater than the greatest of those born of woman. Meaning the old covenant is just born of flesh, operating in the flesh, which is nothing less than types and shadows or sorcery. That's what sorcery is. Sorcery is working in the darkness of shadows, typologies, symbolisms, Okay? That is not the New Covenant. We have nothing to do with type, shadows, and symbolisms. That is so demonic. That is religion. That's what kills our people. We're in the realities of the living waters. We're in Ezekiel's water temple working with living stones, souls that know how to drink, hearts that release rivers without any shadows. Amen? God the Father says in the Scriptures that Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, in whom there is no shadows and no turning, no repentance. He doesn't repent, He doesn't take back His waters. He has given us the river of life without measure. By drinking this river, all the shadows of self, pride, me instead of thee go poof, they're gone. But we don't want to give them up. Hitting millions probably have 300, 300 that actually desire to drink in the whole planet. Because you give them a cup and it starts to eat away their soul because the soul is the lie. That's not who you are. This is who you are. You're a spirit. You're not a soul, you're a spirit. And inside your spirit is the mind of Christ and that's how we come into unity of the brethren where everyone has a rainbow ear to ear in total unity of the seven spirits of God. And one circular rainbow Like the days of Noah, there's a rainbow that's the mind of Christ of everyone that enters the ark of the fullness of the hundredfold glory realm of divine love. It's true. You'll never have unity of the brethren in the thirtyfold or the sixtyfold. You only have unity of the brethren in the love glory. Love glory alone produces the hundred and forty-four thousand. Because you have to have that virgin, childlike innocence of the man child and the woman child. Not optional. So there is a lot of time to sanctify. I mean, my God, 19 years of going after it every single day to get into the love glory. 19 years of tasting the glory on some level every day of my life before I entered the hundredfold glory realm. So if it took me 19 years, don't feel bad if it takes you 19 months. You know, some of you, it will take 19 months. But you have it easy compared to the pioneers. easy easy so easy this thing is going to open up so wide that people can just do the dead man's float like an inner tube and just float right into the water temple and be like the dumbest stupidest most easiest thing you've ever seen in the entire world it's sickening it'll be so sickening to see how easy people just float into the water temple When the pioneers were cutting through the jungle, there's a snake every single step of the way and just wide opened up the water temple of Ezekiel 47 for the four rivers of north, south, east, and west to bring in all the nations into the fullness of the glory of God and to enter through the gates of Eden. We'll enter through the gates of Eden in the next seven years. We'll get everyone through. And hallelujah. And then the high priest will be the last one to seal it. And we'll see what happens when we come back out. But we're going to have a new world. Amen. That's what we have in store the next several years. A lot of waterworks. But this is just the first two months. We're only two months into the last seven years of waterworks. Of the water temple. This water temple does not take a long time. It was a long time to mature us up until this point. To be perfect priests of the new covenant of the river of life. We've had 2,000 years of training, 2,000 years of prophets spitting out wisdom, the wisdom of the ages, learning from all the prophets, all the apostles of all time, all the kings, all the judges, drinking out of the gold goblets of Solomon, Enoch's revelation, Daniel's excellence, Elijah's power, Moses' humility, all day, every day, drinking, 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 those gold goblets are being released by our angel of wisdom, Sophia, so that everyone that wants a gold goblet can begin drinking out of every spirit they need impartation from in the cloud of witnesses. These mantles are for your drinking pleasure and delight. It will enrich your spirit. You can drink the humility of Moses as much as you want every day. And that's the main thing you need to be drinking because you can never taste the glory of God without the humility of Moses. Moses was the most humble man in the world, and Moses demonstrated the most glory and divinity of any man in the world. At 120, there was no wrinkle on his face. He had overcome death. How? Only by one thing, humility. Humility is the overcoming of death when you become completely selfless and totally glorified in the living waters. And we still don't get it, and we think we're humble. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going after humility every day like it's the most important thing in the world. And the craziest thing about divine humility is it's so different than false humility that people accuse you of being prideful because more and more of God's divinity begins to shine through you. You know what I mean? Those that are taught of Jezebel and those that are taught of pride say, oh, you need to humble yourself. They said that to Jesus. Give God the glory. And it's God talking to them. You know, you got the Son of God that created the heavens and the earth, that created Adam and Eve talking to you, and they're telling him to be humble. And that's exactly how it is when Christ fully formed in you. These people are so demon-possessed, they'll tell you to be humble when you're the most humble person in the world like Moses and there's nothing left inside you except Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all you can do is just have a drink over their heads. Hopefully the serpent gets decapitated. Have a drink, have a drink. And if and you can focus on the waterworks even in the face of blasphemous scorners. Even in the face of mockers and revilers. Even in the face of evil, wicked murderers that think what you're doing is wrong when all you're doing is waterworks, river of life. You're an actual new covenant priest and king and you're operating in the river and you're in the, all you do is love everyone perfectly all the time. But if you're outside the river the demons warp their minds and they say you're being prideful, you're being hateful elitism, you're better than me. Listen, of course God's better than you. I mean, that's what makes God, God. But the New Covenant is your partakers of the divine nature. How do you become a partaker of the divine nature? Drink the living water. What's in the living water? The fullness of God the Father's power, wisdom, every single thing in heaven is in the water. You drink the living water, you will encounter Enoch, Elijah, Moses, Daniel, Solomon, Paul, Barnabas, John, Everything that makes heaven heaven is in the waters that flow through heaven. That's why he's the living God, and it's a living water. It removes death that says it has something to do with my brain, has something to do with me, because we're dead and we need to be raised from the dead into the the life of God, into the living water of God, into the kingdom of God, where nothing's dead because everything's under living water. Amen. So you drink the living water until death departs from your souls. And that's why God created the heavens and the earth with two seas, the upper pool and the lower pool. There's a sea of the second heavens and there's a sea of the earth. And this is what Satan and his angels have manipulated from above and below to control the nations with lies for 6,000 years. These are the most important realms in the universe. And they've already been conquered for you. How do you enter and operate in them? Virgin-like purity and the humility of Moses, which are both drinks. Which is just drinking. All you gotta do, you put this stuff on, there is so much wine and oil and living water in this. If you could get out of your brain for a week and enjoy God in your heart, you'd be transfigured. The problem is we're scared to lose control because we're so carnal. What does the Bible say about being carnal? It wars against the spirit. It wars against the living waters. These people war against, Christians war against the living waters. And they're right by using the New Testament to justify their self-righteousness. That's how Satan acts. Satan uses the scripture against anyone that's in the water. Pharisees came to John the Baptist and were quoting scripture at him. The devil came to Jesus in the wilderness and was quoting scripture at him. problem is, is John was in the river and Jesus Christ is the river. So we can't be deceived anymore once we're fully baptized and have the knowledge of the river of glory. That's the knowledge of the glory. It's the knowledge of the waterworks of Ezekiel 47's temple. Once you understand how the new covenant works and the temple, and you have revelation, you get the blueprint, and every day we release the words that will form the blueprint of the third temple in your souls. And you can see where you fit in the temple as musicians, as artists, as businessmen, as businesswomen. The whole kingdom of heaven is in the temple. The third day temple is made out of living stones of a new Israel, a new Zion. Amen. And it's going to be huge. I'm telling you, there might be 300 drinkers in here right now. But as we get understanding and as we get glorified, as we get the sand out and the air out, everyone will be drawn into this temple. The most important thing to draw people into Ezekiel's water temple, the last third day temple, is our purity. With no guile. There can be no stains on our garments. I'm telling you, people are scared as it is and if they start seeing spiders crawling on your garments, they start to see sexual morality, they start to see any kind of thing that's not perfectly pure, like spotless lamb on the throne and the fountains of the lamb, they'll just make up an excuse. There'll be a demon in the dry place speaking right in their mind. Stay away from that. It's toilet water. That's what they say. Okay, That's toilet water. That's the waters of the red dragon. And the demons will get it, because those are blasphemous religious spirits. The demons will convince the dry places of their unrenewed minds to fight the water temple and to fight the living waters. So there's grace for all these people because you know Saul of Tarsus was a blasphemer and a murderer, and God had mercy on him, and he came right into the living water. And began to minute he brought the revelation of do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Paul knew all about the drunken glory. He says, If I'm out of my mind. In ecstasy, it's for God. Paul got into the living water and lived in ecstasy. At times, not all the time like us, but 2,000 years later, we have the revelation of the ages, the revelation of Enoch, the understanding of the water courses, the understanding of the upper and lower pools, the upper sanity of uh, understanding of how to bring the pools of the heavens down so that the heavens reign the glory of God. Revelation 7:17 7, for the lamb at the center of the throne continuously shepherds them unto life guiding them to the everlasting fountains of the waters of life and God will wipe their eyes and God will wipe from their eyes every last tear Psalm 68:26 and they sing let all God's princely people rejoice let all the congregations bring their blessing to God saying the Lord of the fountain Lord of the fountain. Go ahead, shout it. Lord of the fountain. The Lord of the fountain of life. The Lord of the fountain of Israel. Psalm 68, 26, Passion Translation. Check this out. Proverbs 3:20. By His divine revelation, He broke open the hidden fountains of the deep. Hidden fountains of the deep by divine revelation are breaking up Bursting forth, bringing secret springs to the surface of your souls as the mist of the night dripped down from heaven. Proverbs 3.20 Proverbs 10.11 The teachings of the lovers of God are like living truth flowing from the fountain of life but the words of the wicked hide an an ulterior motive. Isn't that the truth? The teachings of the lovers of God are like living truth flowing from the fountain of life. Those that are rooted in Eden. Those that are rooted in divine love. Those that have their intimacy with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in the third heaven that bring all the rivers of life into the heavens and into the earth for the whole world to be healed by God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're blessed by this message, give an offering at redletterman.com. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Amen.